This episode sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They didn't want us to read an ad, so this is not an ad. So shut up. So shut up. Enjoy. Tonight on Bullstone. New study finds three out of five Americans cannot identify the difference between sarcastic tweets and actual news headlines. With college back in session, the three health benefits of keg stands that doctors aren't telling you. The incredible sulk? Local teen has been voted mopiest kid in America, commenting, Don't make me cranky. You wouldn't like me when I'm cranky. Follow-up study finds four out of five Americans can't identify actual news. Chicago podcast legitimacy questioned after no clear photo of them can be taken. The amazing Cider Man? We talked to the beer hall crawler about his recent homecoming. All of these flap-slapping stories and more tonight on Bullstone. And welcome to another magnificent episode of Bullstone. Bullstone, 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 Bullstone. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll we'll stick with the good song. <laughs> okay. All right. My name is Dave Stecco. My name is David Flora. Oh, and have Hi. we got a saucy little burrito for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've replaced the beans with more sauce. <laughs> You thought I was lying about the sauce, bro? I would not lie about the sauce, bro. Less farty, more smarty in your mouth. <laughs> it, and we it, just it, replaced the sauce. Smart? It's, it's, no, no, no. It's because it stings. It. it stings in your mouth, and it smarts. And it, if it's less farty, more smarty. <laughs> it, it stings. It sings. I'll I, try it again. Oh, now that boy. you know the context. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that was like, that was a a delightful, like, jump off the diving board into a magnificent flailing belly flop for us. Yeah, (laughs) or just an empty pool. (laughs) It looked like it was going to be a really sweet dive and just halfway through. (laughs) How majestic. Oh, no. (laughs) That's right. Oh, he's, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Call a doctor. Call a doctor. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Flora. Am I, am I, did I just pick up on a third voice? Is there a guest here? Sorry. It's my new character I've been trying out. <laughs> That's the highest compliment I can be paid. <laughs> Thinking it's a whole nother person. <laughs> You're welcome. That's right. We do have a third voice on, on here, actually, in actuality, totality. Ladies and gentlemen, we uh, are pleased to welcome Justin Zinger from the Zing This podcast on Yeah, Justin, how are you? I'm doing great. Honored to be a part of this, you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, it, it is. Uh, we are delighted Trying to contain well. my laughter. We <laughs> tried to minimize the word honor on this podcast because it just, <laughs> it's a promise we can't keep is the problem. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, man, this is a delight, though. Uh, it's so nice to have you with us. Uh, we 
We actually have been hitting it off nicely. We had to just remind ourselves that we did have a podcast to record because we were just having the most fun just talking shit for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, and we wanted to save at least some of that for, <laughs> for on air. Yeah. So, Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself and tell us, uh, of course, about Zing This and uh, anything else you'd like our listeners to know. Well, and, and keep in mind, Justin, this is the top bun of a plug sandwich. So, so I need you to really give us a good foundation so we can put some meat in there. Then <laughs> we're going to get that other bun going. And then, and don't forget, we'll replace the beans with more salt. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know how to follow that one up, but um, no. I mean, I'm I'm the host half of the half of the podcast hosting duo of the Zingness podcast. Uh, my other half, Ellie, is my co-host and co-creator on it, and it is a kind of nerdy roundup show where we, you know, discuss comics, video games, movies, just anything, any nerdy topic, and we also do, you know, in-depth comic reviews that we call Read This. We don't do movie stuff called Watch This, and we also have been celebrating Star Wars this entire year, so that's been a lot of fun to go back and watch every movie individually and kind of dissect them. So that's been what is what Zingness is up to, and we have new episodes every week. That's awesome. Very nice. Now, um, I, I know that uh, Ellie's not with us today because of her objections to mostly me. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is unfortunate. But you know what? Earned. she's a fan of beans (laughs) and i i've been crystal clear we're taking the beans out when's dave gonna get off the bean train (laughs) what he he, he bought a ticket and he is riding that train oh yeah which is a good time to mention our new sponsor (laughs) bean train bean train (laughs) bean train (laughs) Find it next to find it next to the fermented crab meat. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like Uncle Spicy's extra sloppy sauce. <laughs> now with less beans. <laughs> oh, okay. There we yeah. go. <laughs> may not may not actually have less beans. Yeah. <laughs> beans may not be actual beans. <laughs> is it possible for us to generate income for the podcast by inventing fake sponsors and then selling that product? Like kind God, of letting the tail to wag the sponsors. Dog? Yeah, yeah. Turning yeah, inventing a fake sponsor, but then having people go, you know what? There has been too much f***ing beans in these burritos lately. <laughs> I've always wanted more sauce. They're very indignant about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been used. <laughs> you mean you had more sauce the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> and also, let's never define what sauce we're talking about. No, never. <laughs> we, we just uh, know it's spicy. The- that's for the listener to decide. And you know what? I, I also, sweet listener, I, I apologize. You're like, didn't he just say that they were done talking shit? Just, just didn't, you've had an hour. Tighten it up, guys. <laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm excited to have you on, Justin, and I'm I'm so excited. I poured my coffee in my Thor mug. Oh, today. I'll, I'll actually, that is an awesome mug. Oh, look, look at, at you guys throwing it up. Uh, throwing it up. Come on, Dave. I got Altoids in a Blurry Photos koozie. Oh, dang. You can that do trumps better. us. Hold on, wait. I might, I might have something. Give me one second. Don't you have, don't you have just a hammer laying around? 
I always have something laying around. Uh, what do I have laying around today? I got some tiny tweezers. I was trying to find a. I've got tiny tweezers. <laughs> Let's say uh, we're talking about Thor. I have, what do I have? Oh, tiny tweezers. What's, the, what's the least Thor thing on earth? <laughs> tweezers. No. Tiny, tiny tweezers. <laughs> well, in, in in honor of the Thor discussion, I do got this. Yeah, that's a oh, full on yeah. mold. Does that does, does that uh, make sound? I, I wish it's makes that oh, sound. You know what? Actually, sound. I pre- I would prefer that. Where did you get that? If I may ask. Internet. <laughs> All right. All right. Amazon Internet. You know what? This is this is what made that trip to the Dragon Con uh, worth it. Oh that, yeah. That terrible, fateful, awful trip to Dragon Con. Uh, the year, the first year that we were finalists for a parsec. Yeah. You remember that, you, Dave? Oh yeah. Yep, oh, uh, that, that's, that's sweet, I, sweet, elusive woman. When, when you that's, were still bright-eyed, young podcasters haven't been corrupted by the world yet. Oh, yeah. No, you're 100% <laughs> right. We thought, That trip hey, is what did it. Yeah, look who's, <laughs> look, look who's about to, to win a major award. It's us. F***ing false. Yeah. <laughs> right before. By the way, we've moved to the date of the, the awards. Your Greyhound I, ticket. <laughs> here's the thing. No, Flora, that was that was your journey. That 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 was your your. It was the adventure. corruptening. It was awesome. Actually, yeah. this this hammer might make a sound. Thunder sound. Oh, he oh, did it! I did it. Nice. It worked. He, he used the power Ooh. of Mjolnir. Flora, you need to. You know what you really need to do. And I, I'm sorry to ask you to do this, but you need to dig the sound box out of that build of air. Yeah, everybody, Flora's got a f***ing Build-A-Bear. But the point is this. You need to dig it out to get the clearest recording of the... <laughs> You're right. I should. I should. That, I should. That is a sound we need to have on deck. I'll, I'll do it, because that, that is a great laugh. Flora and I, when we would record in the same room when I was still in Chicago, he's got this, this Thor bear, and it's got a sound box in it when you like squeeze a paw or... I don't know, pinch its butt. I I don't know what I don't know what instigates it, but it's got like four or five different things, and no one cares about all of them but the ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, uh, and so he's, Roy's yeah, it was always he's like, like you cannot stand against the mighty Thor. Like that's one of them, and then I think he's like Avengers to me or something, you know. And then and then all of a sudden there's just a ha ha. That's it's the like best the, one. And so, like every time we we would say we would say a statement, and we'd grab the bear and squeeze it in the hopes of getting a laugh. Yeah, and, <laughs> never know, nine times out never day, works. Work, yeah, but. very low percentage of of, of wins there. But yeah, Stecco, I, I I do enjoy the fact that that on your list of how to activate the sound, it went squeeze its <laughs> hand or pinch its butt was the immediate next next option for well, you. Was I mean, the pinch? How its do you butt. get a sound out of anything? Yeah, you squeeze <laughs> its hand or you pinch its butt. And then after that, just... What do you do, ask it? (laughs) (laughs) Now we're we're getting into that territory. This bean train is derailing fast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. An excellent point. See, this is what a professional podcaster says. Well done, Justin. (laughs) Let's get this bean train on the tracks. Justin, what do you got for us? All right. So my first headline, as we all know, there was an eclipse recently. What? What? Yeah, some people might have seen it. Hopefully not with your eyes. <laughs> I listen. I I knew I from look the with my moment, mind. I knew from the moment 
I first heard about the eclipse that I was going to look at it directly with my eyes. I was never going to f*** with any special glasses. I wasn't going to make a cereal box viewer. That's what I did. And I did. (laughs) I did look directly at the sun. (laughs) Ah, it burns. (laughs) Well, it was like really cloudy. We didn't get much here in Iowa. We we were supposed to have like 93% occluded, but uh, it was cloudy. So it was 100% occluded. If you were in South Carolina, the South Carolina Emergency Management Division had a announcement for everyone on the day of the eclipse. They said to beware and keep an eye out for lizard man sightings. Oh, yes, skateboard swamp. See something like about that. Yes. Did anybody see him? Uh this the the article I'm reading was before the eclipse. So maybe I should get one that's after the eclipse, but they they were stated as saying um I'm not going to re- uh, S- South Carolina Emergency Management Department does not know if the lizard man becomes more active during a solar eclipse but we advise that residents of lee and sumter counties should remain vigilant and they add if you see something say something (laughs) should should remain vigilant vigilant citizen patriot lizard man hunters oh yeah if you see a lizard man say a lizard man <laughs> now, now, the only way to stay super vigilant is to get some male vitality in you. Once you get that, <laughs> you right. are the most vigilant you could possibly be. I'm out. <laughs> Crushed up Gila monster tail. <laughs> my, my shamans tell me it's the best. My experts. <laughs> my shamans. <laughs> I got a shaman. <laughs> I love that. Now, it, it, all right. Honest question, though. Was it meant as a joke? I, I'm kind of sure it was. I mean, it, it's all meant in good humor. Uh-huh. They um, they did kind of point out that um, they are neither confirming nor denying the ex- existence of Lizard Man by putting out this report. So I'm assuming it was meant as a tongue-in-cheek joke. Or at least that's what the liberal media wants us that's to That's right. The globalists try to put a lid back on it. <laughs> you can't, because I blew it off. <laughs> just feel like we just go into Nixon too quickly I, with that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because well, all, all evil sounds the same. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I, I think, I think they're hedging their bets. Uh, I love that they were like, "Listen, a weird thing's going to happen, and we have a weird thing that we know about. We don't know how these two are going to mix." <laughs> It's like two, like, it's like, like at a wedding when the drunk uncles from each side of the family meet, (laughs) we don't know how this will work out. Everyone falls silent as they meet at the, um, at at the table. Everyone just falls silent and watches. Yeah. (laughs) Drunkles. 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 But I, I, I love that. Like, uh. During uh, Flora and I's uh, ignominious brush with fame, there was lots of discussion about the uh, lizard man of Skateboard Swamp and what would it look like if you went there? What would you do? And and there was, you know, I just want to talk to people who say they'd seen it because, I mean, the at the end of the day, if you had in your heart of hearts believed, no, I saw a lizard hominid. A giant lizard man that lives in that swamp, but I still live here. 
So every day I wake up knowing somewhere in that swamp, there's a motherfucking lizard man. How does that inform your life? That has to alter your plans to some degree. You probably walk less. <laughs> you, you, Just you, in general. <laughs> your, your clothing that includes uh, holsters probably increases. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So that, those, those are the things that I'm curious about, but I mean, I like that they addressed it. I like that they, that, that, it is it is a, to to a level of general knowledge that even as a joke, even if they meant it as a tongue in cheek joke, it's getting play. Like people yeah. are talking about it, and I enjoy that because I think we should have more lizard men. Well, you know, another one that this um, whole eclipse thing encountered was the the Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Like was like yeah. a next was like the point of like most totality. And if anyone worth their salt and paranormal stuff knows, the Hopkinsville alien goblins encounter. That's right. And they, and they had a huge celebration where they had people dressed up as aliens and tons of stuff. Yeah, dressed so. as goblins. Yeah. Kissing goblins. <laughs> Covered in goblin vomit. In bed with goblins. <laughs> Miniature figurines of goblins. Goblin I did, uh, merch. I did, I did see... Uh, uh, <laughs> You know what? You know what's tough about Alex Jones is that sometimes he does things that kind. I mean, he's a horrible person, but sometimes he'll do things that kind of bring me around on him. And I saw an interview with him a little while ago. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know the, the mainstream media wants to. They want to make me look like I'm crazy, you know, because because I like to talk about goblins. You don't want to know why I like? I like saying goblin. It's a fun word to say. And I'm like, <laughs> fucking a. He's not wrong. It's true. <laughs> it's isn't like, wrong. So I, I call I call things I don't like goblins. People who I think are evil, I call them goblins because I like saying the word goblin. It's fun. Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. I guess he's that, that. That's the broken clock moment for Alex Jones. <laughs> Twice a day, he'll say something that is factually accurate. <laughs> you got to tune in for the full 24 hours or you will miss it. <laughs> uh, changes every day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not target. at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, that was so rich and delicious. Flora, what, 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 what kind of sauce you got for this burrito? This extra sauce <laughs> burrito. Extra sloppy. <laughs> I got a muy caliente number coming to us Ooh. from Spain. Ay, Dios mía. Oh, <laughs> es verdad, mi amigo. This is from Cryptozoology News. Gargoyle-like creature spotted in Spain. Ooh, in España. In España. Now, here's what's going to throw all this for a loop. A British man claims he saw an unidentified winged creature in southern Spain. <sighs> Have you noticed that, Flora... And maybe I'm just thinking of things like time slips and stuff. It's the British tourists who see shit in other countries. <laughs> I'm just yeah. putting it out there. The Brits, they take their shit with them when they leave. <laughs> they bring <laughs> they bring that with them on vacation. Ever vigilant, the British people are. That's that's a thing. Maybe they're just more observant. Yeah. I think I think they're more uh, uh calm because they're being told to keep that way every yeah. day. Every and day. uh uh, and, and so they're able to observe more, you know, yeah. so whereas Americans, we just prefer to chive on apparently. So Every time I see it, a part of me dies. So, so let me get this straight. They, they saw a gargoyle flying yeah, around. Okay. So, uh, so the story goes 28 year old IT technician, Alex Nasirk, British name, 
said he was in Santa Maria de Aguila when he witnessed this thing. Uh, Quote, I was in South Spain for nearly one year. I was always a nature enthusiast, so I traveled a lot. Because of the really hot weather in those regions, people often leave their windows open at night for better air circulation. Do you not understand how windows work? (laughs) Let me explain it to you in the midst of my gargoyle story. (laughs) It's important. (laughs) Yeah. So he he, uh, was awakened, apparently, by um, a, a weird sound. He said, it was around 1 a.m. I thought it was someone in trouble. My instincts told me there is a woman who is having terrible trouble, and she might be in a lot of pain. Was his limey sense tingling? (laughs) (laughs) At some point, I was annoyed that I had to witness it. There's British. There's British. (laughs) Yeah. That I must look upon a person in distress. This was my vacation. Well, I never... And then then he ends it with, I knew it wasn't an owl. (laughs) I think, before you begin, allow me to close your line of inquiry. Twasn't an owl. (laughs) (laughs) On the list of things, it wasn't an owl will be on there. Preferably near the top, sir. (laughs) See, see what we can't understand is after that Cornish owl man flap, all Brits are instructed in what is what is what is not an owl. Yeah, if it was an American, they'd be like, it was not a sandhill crane. Yes, Jackson. Then it would make can hear me. There you go. So, anyways, he says my flat was on the fourth and last floor, where I had a nice terrace with a view in front of the block over the parking lot. See, now he's just bragging about his house. Yeah, what is this, a Yelp review or what? Oh, yeah, humble brag. <laughs> I looked out the window and over the terrace, but my view from there was restricted only to the far side on the parking lot. The this linens were nice, I now. guess, but they <laughs> smelled different. I guess that's why you travel. <laughs> uh, I was about to go over and into the terrace. I saw something big coming over the building, and in that instance, the noise was made again. I literally froze. I wanted to duck, but I was amazed. I was reminded of an animated documentary series from the 90s. (laughs) Starring Jonathan Frakes. (laughs) And Marina Um, Sirtis, lest you forget. uh, Apparently there was a a winged animal. uh, The article says about 82 feet away from him. Approximately. Is it because he gave the distance in <laughs> wait, wait. spans? And he was like, Why I don't know, 10 feet? span? <laughs> well, he says 25 meters. Oh, okay. So, okay, there it is. close one there. Meter span, whatever. <laughs> uh, it looked like a dog with wings. I couldn't see the front legs, just the rear ones. It didn't have front legs. In fact, it, it, it had sort of a, 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 a beak and uh, was gray. Yeah. You know what? It was a pigeon. I saw a pigeon. <laughs> it insisted on knowing who I was. <laughs> was it was it being followed by a Planet Express ship with uh, old man yelling, <laughs> Pazoo, Pazoo. <laughs> I think oh, that yeah. Bon Nuit. <laughs> so wait, did did his thing? He really said like I couldn't see its front legs. It didn't have front legs. Literally. <laughs> Literally says, I couldn't see the front legs, just the rear ones. It didn't have front legs. I couldn't see the antlers. (laughs) 
it didn't have them. <laughs> right. Uh, and then he said it, it, it started to fly and it was heavy. Uh, it looked, he, he said the way it flapped its wings looked either tired or is about to fall to the ground. The legs were hanging, looked like it had skin and a pale color, kind of like a pinkish color. And he said it, it didn't look like it was on its way to do anything in particular or hunting or anything like that. Uh, but he said it looked kind of robotic. And then uh, with with a slow flap of the wings, it would rise up and forward almost instantly. Very powerful. And he said, I should get my phone, I thought. It's not worth it. By the time I turn around from the desk with the phone, it's gone. Just watch. Observe. Keep a stiff upper lip. <laughs> Stip up everything. And so then it uh, then it flew away, it disappeared. And then he goes on to describe it some more. Thick, short beak, carnivore's nose, head seemed stretched at the back, bul- bulky torso, curved wings with arms, I guess. And then the wings were about two to three meters wide and thick, powerful back legs that were held diagonally. Long, thin tail, so there's a tail now, and uh, looked heavy. So he says, size of a massive dog or a big feline, like a tiger or lion. No scales, no feathers, moved like a robot. And the weird weird thing about this is, this is just coming out now, but he had this encounter in 2010. What? So that's kind of weird. It's weird, that's old. But it had that perfect description of it. Right. The the town itself, it says there's about 15,000 people in it, very close to the African continent. I, and I think they point that out to say that it, you know, you could maybe tie it to the Conga motto, maybe <laughs> something like that. You know, a, a, a pterosaur-like thing that's been living dinosaur in the, in the African blah, blah, blah. So it's very detailed. That, yes. That's a red flag to me. Almost too detailed. Yeah. Yeah, it's... A story that is, you know, seven and a half years old. And then, oh, also, here's everything in lurid detail. Yeah. Right down to the number of motherfucking meters it was away. Yeah. Yeah. And whether and it did or did not have front legs. Right. It did it not. Did. It did not. <laughs> Asked and answered, sir. I, I. I like that it said it was robotic in its movement because uh, all I can think of is, was it a robot? Did you see a robot get scared? <laughs> robot? I can't picture what that could be if it weren't, you know, some, some kind of fanciful creature. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it sounds, let's see, it, it, I mean, it sounds almost like wyvern-like, but also it doesn't sound like it's very big. Big for, for something that's flying, obviously, tiger-sized. Yeah. But what else, like, what even else could that be? I, I, I couldn't even think of, uh, of a bird that's, like, carrying a dog or something, you know? I don't <laughs> even think it would be that big. Well, what, if, what, what about a swallow possibly carrying a, a coconut? That's right. Well, African or European. <laughs> Apparently <What>? African. Yeah. <laughs> what about, like, a, uh, I mean, I don't know, is there a European vulture or condor? I don't know. <gasps> I mean, I'm sure there are large <laughs> birds, but I, I I like that I'm I'm taking a speculative accounting and then attempting to explain it with further well, speculation. Sure. <laughs> sure, yeah, like uh. that's because that's that's what I when I read it, I was like, what? Let's like let's say it was a creature that he saw, 
but a natural something that we know uh something that we know about what what could i i don't know i i can't think of you know something featherless that big yeah that could it have been a vulture with a dog riding on its back Ooh, yeah or or a uh, a vulture however implausible that may be a hairless a featherless vulture Holding uh, a dog that that has a snake bit its butt. <laughs> uh, 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 it's a, a, gr- a Great Dane with two vultures on uh, a vulture on either side, like a, like. But they're using its talons to hold the Great Dane, so it's almost like a butterfly. There's like four yeah. wings at play here. Oh man, it's like is a, that, yeah. Is that what you saw? How majestic! <laughs> sounds sounds plausible though. Yeah, it's yeah, like so, it's like a backyard Voltron. <laughs> <laughs> backyard Voltron. It, it's a cool account, and then it kind of loses it. It kind of jumps off the bean train when it starts talking about it being in 2010 and the the amount of detail that goes into it. Because there's a kind of a uh, bell curve to yes. sightings. You know, it's like not yeah. not not no detail at all, just the right amount of detail too much detail you know well here's the thing i find funny about it when you started this i was like this is interesting and as you continued my interest had peaked at oh this is interesting and then gradually went down because it's like okay this is getting really questionable really quick yeah the the thing you gotta realize is that that is whenever words come out of my mouth justin that that just happens naturally (laughs) so (laughs) dave knows that i talk too much uh (laughs) nope that's my job stay in your lane <laughs> stay, stay in your bean bean train car. <laughs> yeah, stay yeah, in your stay, bean train. Stay, stay on the tracks. Get, get back in your own car, you hobo. Um, so, <laughs> there, so there you go. Uh, tw- Twenty ten. Not not. Uh, I mean, this just came out in in cryptozoology news. So I don't know if there's a recent flap <laughs> that caused a resurgence of this story. Or if this guy, this guy's just like, hey, just found your site. Thought you might like this. Cheerio, spot of tea, <laughs> bangers and mash, <laughs> and other chim- politicisms. Uh, chim chim chiru. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what I got, Dave. What do you got? Oh, well, I've got an I got an equally glorious and hard hitting science story for you. Now, unfortunately, I don't know how we missed it at the time because this is uh, as I'm looking this over. This actually goes back to February, but it's worth resurrecting. Because uh, much like the uh, what? Wait, what's the uh, what's the, uh, the 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 hotel that Meta World Peace got ghost fondled in? Skirvin. Oh the yeah, Skirvin, the Skirvin. There is a British equivalent. Ooh, yeah. So apparently, while filming uh, a show for uh, British television called The Jump, which is sort of like Celebrity Apprentice meets the 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 last Olympic event you'd want to see people do. Um, so they get people on there to learn to ski jump. And, uh, one of the, uh, contestants slash stars of the show was a, uh, woman named Kadena Cox, who is a, uh, 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 British Paralympian. And apparently she was staying at their hotel while they were filming this. And she asked for a roo- a new room after being quote, penetrated by a paranormal entity. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, oh, uh, so a sex ghost, which, uh, 
Tom Jones, if you're out there, Sex Bomb needs a follow-up, and <laughs> this is it. Come on, TJ. And uh, so, yeah, so one of the other contestants, a uh, retired r- rugby star named Gareth Thomas, who was relating these stories, also got scared that he, too, would be spectrally penetrated and also requested a different room on a different floor of the hotel. So we're dealing with British people again, correct? Yeah. Very observant. Yeah, uh, you're right. You're right. They, you are now, threading are, this are, are together. They, are they in Britain for this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So so weird stuff does happen in Britain. Yeah. I think they just, <laughs> like I said, they just bring it with them wherever they go. Uh, it, the, the story does go on to let you know that, hey, if this happens to you, maybe it's not a bad thing. Because the, oh, okay, because this is going a, down. Just, yeah. just let it happen, guys. <laughs> yeah, the concept of ghost sex arouses l- lots of interest, and there are some people. Laura, here's a new T-shirt idea just just to have this word on a T-shirt. Chomping. Spectrophiliacs who oh. fantasize about spooky encounters. Spectrophiliacs. Wow. I love it. If you are Anonymous. Ray stands and you have a dream about a ghost. Touching your proton, wand. your ghibli bits. Yeah. <laughs> then, if you want to uh, cross streams with one of these, <laughs> Dave, that's that's our next friggin' outro. Oh, that's a good point. Spectrophile. 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 <laughs> um. So yeah. So anyway, that was the idea of of ghost sex. Uh. Like it is, it still happens. They still seem to prefer celebrities and athletes. Interesting. Well, I mean, they're in shape, but, right? I but mean, who this, wouldn't? Who doesn't prefer athletes and celebrities? This leads me to one very important question: Geist or Nine Geist? <laughs> Geist, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah, yeah, Geist. <laughs> yeah, Geist. I think we know what their next adventure is going to be. This is great. I mean, if we ever get off our asses and and get on a plane somewhere, we're going to have places to stay. Yeah. Like, like we don't have to like travelocity it or whatever. Yeah. We're like, we're staying at the Skirvin. We're staying at this unnamed British hotel with spectrophiliacs. (laughs) Just tons of them everywhere. Hi, I'm Dave Stecco of the Blurry Photos podcast. You've heard of it. Do I wish for the wispy touch of a barely there entity? Of course I do. So I stay at the Skirvin in the Spectral Intrusion Suite. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah, so there you go. Let's make that commercial for free for them. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That's We did this for you. (laughs) No, 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 no. You keep it. Yeah, yeah. Don't no, want it back. I don't feel like it's a gift, sir. <laughs> no, you can't have the receipt. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, so. I'm I'm interested to uh, compile a um, Lonely Planet or, or Atlas Obscura of places where you can get spectrally intruded upon. Yeah, if if you ever come to my house and you find like a map with push pins and yarn, just know that I'm tracking spectral intrusions. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, all right, Justin, what do you what else you got? Oh, it's it's back to me now. All right. Yeah. All right. Um my next one and this kind of hits kind of touches on you know what my podcast would cover of discussing, you know, an actor, recent movie, nerdy movie, 
and also touches on your guys' stuff and discussing the paranormal. Stop touching on me! <laughs> <laughs> what am I, in a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone knows about the Phoenix Lights incident, hopefully. But apparently, back in March, or March 13th of 1997, whew, it's getting old now, The um, one of the first reports was from a pilot who wanted to remain anonymous. Well, no longer, because star of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Kurt Russell, claims that he was the pilot that first reported the lights. Oh, wow. That is glorious. I, I didn't know that Kurt Russell was a pilot. I didn't either. We're learning stuff all the time. He was quoted as saying, I was the pilot. <laughs> Better do it. <laughs> the the, the quote goes on, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted to get that part out of there. I was the pilot, he said during a recent BBC interview. What, what is up with Britain today? Oh, man. Yeah, see? <laughs> Sneaking on in here. <laughs> we saw six lights over the airport in absolute uniform in a V shape. I just looked at them, and I was coming in to, to land. I'm assuming that's what that meant. Oh. Kind of trails off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said I was going to call it in, and I reported it. And they said they did not see anything on their radar. Exciting that apparently he was and 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 here to be to be a good father that that he was he was actually flying his son in to go see his girlfriend. Like <laughs> Kurt Russell has, like I wouldn't say it's not a voice you would instantly recognize, but he does have a distinctive voice. You know, like like I it's feel- one of the reasons why Big Trouble in Little China is such a great movie. Like his cadence and how he says things. And to have a radio crackle up with Kurt Russell, yeah, got some <laughs> aliens up here. <laughs> Are you Kurt Russell? No, I'm yeah Russell Kurt. <laughs> I'm Kurt Russell. These aliens are really starting to annoy me. <laughs> yeah, he just goes full Snake Pliskin for it. <laughs> nice. No, I, it, that is that is glorious. That 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 Kurt Russell. I mean, and also that he. Uh, much like a British uh, tourist, sat on it. It was just like... Eh, For 20 years. 20. Yeah. 20 years sat on that story. Maybe, maybe he just... Maybe as a consummate professional actor, he just knew one day he's going to get attached to a movie that would require a hellscape of a press junket, and he's going to have to have something <laughs> to say over and over and over. I, I, I just... It's, it is just weird how it took him so long, but it's just funny how, how he's just like, yeah... It was me. I, I, I totally did that. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, is there any way he can prove that? Uh, logs, maybe, if he really wanted to. I mean, who's going to question him? He's Kurt Russell. Thank I'll you. Question. I was just <laughs> inhaling to say that. <laughs> Justin's right, Flora. Don't you ever question Kurt Russell. Who's going to question Kurt Russell? His hair is like a wavy dream. And even when he has a beard, it somehow makes him look more powerful than and he probably smells like like walnuts and toast and I'm and having he, a stroke. And he, <laughs> and he wants to <laughs> wants to take me camping and show me how to catch a fish. <laughs> That's my Kurt Russell nerve. Yep. I hit it. There you go. You did it. <laughs> it. Now on the head. We haven't covered the the Phoenix lights. No, we have uh, not. But hey, now 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 you got Kurt Russell to talk about on it. Oh yeah, we could call him up and Yeah, I mean, I just you don't have him on speed dial? I mean, I, I, I never do. said that. 
You know, my <laughs> my uncle in Colorado uh, used to do like, uh, he's a, a hunting guide sometimes. He owned a bunch of property. And I was furious about this for a while. He told me like like a year after it happened that uh, he he was a guide for apparently Kurt Russell and uh, uh, Michael Bolton were pals and went hunting together. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah. And he was their guide. And he was like, yeah, it's one of those movie guys. And, uh, who's the guy your mom likes? The singer guy. <laughs> and yeah, my mom likes. Who doesn't like Michael Bolton, okay? He's ter- kind of turned to, thanks to Andy Samberg and Lonely Island, he's kind of cool again. He was able yeah. to bring it back around. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I missed it. And yeah, they, they hung out. And, and my uncle was like, yeah, they brought really expensive scotch. It was great. That's and hilarious. Kurt Russell told me this weird story about being the pilot who saw the the Phoenix Lights, but... I just paid it no mind. And that's when I said, you question Kurt Russell? And then the whole thing started over again about the camping trip and what he smells like. My uncle didn't, uh, didn't have me around much after that. <laughs> he told me, reluctantly. <laughs> He'd heard. He knew. He knew what he was doing. I got one here that, uh, well, makes me a little angry, and I don't, I don't know why. Is it, about, it, it makes me so mad. Kurt Russell a liar. Yeah, so that's what makes me make anyone angry. This is blood uh, boil. Kurt Kurt Russell's validity challenged. I <laughs> 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 finally did it. <laughs> so this one's uh, coming from Live Science, and the article's titled "Horror at the Beach." Oh no, sea fleas. Dine on Aussie teens' legs. Oh, I saw this. Jesus Christ, this is horrifying. This is why the world needs to explode. Yeah. Right here, right now. There was a, a 16-year-old kid who was just going for a swim in Melbourne at Brighton Beach and comes out of the water and his legs are just pouring blood. I mean, like, like it looks like he's wearing blood socks. I mean, like, no, no, no part of this guy is not bleeding. Yeah, and and he he says it wasn't clotting at all. It just kept bleeding and bleeding, which is doubly horrifying. Ugh. And so his dad came back to the to the beach after they. I, I guess they they took him to the hospital and stuff, but came back to the beach uh, uh, and scooped up the water there and found that there were these little fucking sea insects just swimming around in there and what they were what they ended up being uh are called amphipods which is a type of minuscule shrimp-like crustacean piece of shit that shouldn't ever exist <laughs> oh there it is sorry i just got the picture yeah, yeah. i've been waiting patiently i was like i know he's gonna look it up and I cannot, I've been watching you, waiting for you to see it. <laughs> and they, they do, they look like little fleas. They have a picture of these fucking pieces of crap. Why am I still looking? Uh, they, Blood they, sucks. Oh, they are a fraction of an inch in length. And they're a, they're a scavenging crustacean. And this kid had like hundreds of needle-like punctures on his legs. They inject anticoagulants. You know, so that they could just have that blood gush right into their disgusting, festering stomachs, and uh, that's why the that's why he it didn't clot. That's why his legs kept bleeding. I mean, eventually they stopped, but yeah, these things are 
he said he felt a prickling sensation on his legs when he was in the water, but it was cold water, you know, and he didn't think anything really of it. And he got out and brushed off what he thought were what he thought were grains of sand. And then it ended up being these these devil's pets. Headless I, I, del Diablo. I can't even. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I can't even pick a, an insult to these things. That's that's even worth it. And what the these things apparently they prey on fish. They're they're like parasites, you know. To oh, fish. now I've got it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So if, I pulled you, up an image of them like showing a video of these things like in a tank, and they're like skirt. Oh, look. Uh, they the the article itself has a friggin' video of them. Like, going to town on hunks of meat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm watching. That's what I'm watching, and I can't unsee it. Ugh. So they're known as sea fleas. I feel like they should rename oh, them sea bastards or just sea oh, demons yeah. or something. Sea fleas sound like this harmless little, oh, I got some sea fleas on me. No. No, these are little burrowers. Well, listen to this. They vary greatly in size from as small as a few millimeters to as large as eight inches with the largest found in the deep sea where no one should ever fucking go at least no one's going out there barefoot yeah right oh <laughs> and and of course you know they they have some stupid ass role to play in god's creation i guess by eating dead and decaying plants and animals this week sure, on bolster whatever. i got some problems with ecologies <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything's got its role. Everything's got a niche. Bullshit. There's redundancies. That's <laughs> right. Get rid of them. We'll be fine. Something else will pick it up. Why do they have to eat people? Let them eat cake. <laughs> I got a problem with nature. Here's a quote. The mouth parts, especially the mandibles, have wide, sharp blades designed for cutting animal tissue. Perfect. These shallow water species may also feed on algae, but they mostly... Uh, are likely feeding on other animals living in the algae because of fucking course they will. Right. So several of the marks suggest they were biting the surface of the guy's legs and then moving along to get another bite rather than biting deeply and digging in. And then, you know, as, as the blood trail was made with his legs, that just more of them came to it. <laughs> they said amphipods typically don't launch pir- piranha-like attacks against people. But, you know, darkest timeline, am I right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, nothing 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 is safe anymore. Everything is the worst. Yeah, so that's that that's oh my god, just come on. Come on, the ocean. Aren't you bad enough? So, Australia is just trying to kill all of us. Oh yeah, you can't you can't get away from from that anywhere in there. I think Australia is just it's 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 its own living sentient being with its own immune system yeah and if you run afoul of australia it's gonna get you it'll can <laughs> find you whether it's one brown snake or ten thousand sea fleas or just 15 spiders or just i mean i don't know half dozen drop bears i don't know how many it takes to right. <laughs> one's all um, it takes brother <laughs> or, or one moonlight tiger uh so yeah i i mean i i think that i think that australia does have some sort of sentience that is protecting it <laughs> and and if you run afoul of it 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 just sicks its critters all up on you 
Yeah. Well, that's what you Boy. get for forcing it to be a penal colony first. You sent the worst of people there, and now look what it's doing in response. Right. Yeah, and it now those people. Back. Yeah, all those people survived. <laughs> and now what do you have? Australia is the spirit of Earth. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> that, that's like where all Earth's uh, friggin' white blood cells are, are made. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's true. It's just attacking parasites is all it's doing. <sighs> oh, I love that. All that's, right, Dave, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. Let me pick between my, my remainders here. Now, I'm just going to save it, but I've got a new, i got a great headline, Flora, for you. I'm not going to do it this time. Yeah. But there's a new possible explanation for the weird light behavior of the alien <laughs> megastructure stock. Yeah, it's it's a running. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna holster it oh because God. instead I've got a great article about uh, this. I'm sure you've heard about the sonic attacks on uh, uh, the U.S. embassy in Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, low frequency sonic attacks causing. Uh, uh, nausea and other problems that people think are a directed weapon, and the the thing that I that is that I've and I haven't really followed the story much, but we went from uh, I wonder what's going on here to it's a super secret top secret sonic weapon. <laughs> it yeah. seems like a bad use of a secret weapon. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but I, and I, I don't doubt that something's happening that are making people sick, but that's what this article is really about. Like it's, uh, it's a live science article, uh, sonic attack in Cuba, how an acoustic weapon might work. Uh, and in essence to attack, uh, your inner ear to those vibrations will mess with your cochlea. It'll mess with your, um, uh, your, your balance. It'll, uh, it can nauseate you in the same way that, uh, you know, seasickness or things, something like that would. Yeah. And as they're looking this information over, like, like, I just feel like if somebody was making a sonic weapon, it's us. And if someone's testing it on U.S. personnel in another country, it's us testing it on us. <laughs> I just, of all the things Cuba's got to do, I would be just shocked to shit and back if they were, they're like, uh, yeah, we've got a lot going on, but don't worry. We're still working on those acoustic weapons. Yeah, to annoy the uh, yeah, and that's the thing. The it's it's a nuisance. I I just feel like it's some super villain thing, like waiting to happen. Like like these acoustic weapons are just some like evil supervillain plot that's waiting to be unveiled. Right. And it seems like the precursor to an attack. Yeah, really. and, like, and even yeah. The, like the, the government's taking it really seriously. Even the specific symptoms themselves are not being disclosed. Simply that hmm. uh, people living in the U.S. Embassy in Havana have physical symptoms. Diarrhea. <laughs> that's what they're talking about. The brown note. I mean, think about it. it. It would be the weirdest thing to get attacked by, to be honest, because you probably, I mean, this is probably infrasound where you can't even hear it. It's at a level that, that you can't hear. So you're going to be sitting there, like, be like, what the heck's going on? And just be basically falling apart at the seams. Yeah. And filling your pants. And the ambassador yeah. to Cuba is playing the brown note tuba. <laughs> La note <de> cafe. <laughs> Oh, cha cha cha! Could just be Russian submarine, yeah, off the coast using their, their brown note gun. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever read? Uh, 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 and by you guys, I entirely mean Justin. Did you ever read Transmetropolitan? No. Uh, it is a uh, 
it's a Warren Ellis uh, comic slash uh, what's the what's the better word for it? A graphic, graphic novel. Graphic novel uh, about a guy named Spider Jerusalem who is a, a, a journalist in the future, and his his weapon of choice is a bowel disruptor (laughs) and like the settings on it are awesome. It's like polite gurgle to full prolapse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's, that's his, that's his sidearm of choice as a bowel disruptor. I might need to check that out, but um, I'm I'm pretty sure spider is a boy's name. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, it it is. uh, It is, it is actually a really uh, interesting. uh, I read it. I, a friend of mine gave it to me. I didn't have anything else to do for a while. And <laughs> this is this is how hard I work to now not mention Antarctica. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was like, when's it gonna come up? And I was like, don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. You Let's see, see how like, long it takes. I didn't have much else going on. Yeah, good. But uh, it is it is absolutely worth reading. It's it's a terrific uh, 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 and it has he does he does a lot of good writing and talking about a lot of social uh, things, but. Uh, but I always, I've always been in love with the idea of a bowel disruptor. <laughs> if they ever exist, you never let me have one. There's two things I can't be trusted with in this world. One is a cardboard tube, like that comes like inside of uh, wrapping paper. Okay, I, I, I'm I'm a grown ass man, and I still get those taken away from me because <laughs> you can you either hit people with them or you just make a bunch of weird like noises through it, and no one no one likes it. I can't be trusted with that, and I could not be trusted with the bowel disruptor. That's it. You are a super villain in the making because yeah. I know where your, I, I know where your secret base is going to be, Antarctica. Yeah, that is a good point. You you talk about it so much. You're 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 laying all the groundwork out. So anyone listening to this podcast can immediately be like, I know where his hideout is. Yeah. But, but like Antarctica is huge. It's like saying my secret base is in the United States, (laughs) (laughs) but where, (laughs) but where? So, uh, so this, 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 uh, sonic weapon as it is, uh, would be using what, and we've talked about this on the podcast, Flora infrasound. Yes. Yeah. Uh, was that harp? that brought that up uh yeah. also that's yeah. been poised as a possible explanation for the diatlov pass too yes yep. look at this motherfucker who knows everything all the time <laughs> uh yeah. yeah absolutely justin's 100 percent right so yeah infrasound uh as a as a means of explaining this now there's a lot of things that could create that in the diatlov pass uh, one of those scenarios that it is naturally occurring. It's a byproduct of a weather event. Even the design of a building as wind blows over it or through it could create infrasound that's making those people mm-hmm. ill or messing with their inner ear. So uh, in essence, what they're saying is, is it's, it's not impossible to do just seems like a weird thing to do. Like I, 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 I don't doubt. I mean, the government has, tons of of research putting in uh, especially especially these days and honestly it's not even like a these days like say since i don't know mid january uh <laughs> i mean like these days like in the last 10 years uh and even before that you know the government's not a fan of of gigantic protests and stuff like that and so they have a lot of means of dispersing them and uh including uh one technology and i think we've talked about this on the podcast that is actually a, a semi-weaponized version of our penalty box. Oh, yeah. It yeah. is a, <laughs> yeah. a focused sound source that'll play back your own voice offset so it messes with how you speak. But I, I can see this as being a broad release 
means of dispersing a crowd. I don't think it makes much sense to just wail on a bunch of diplomats where they live, but if you can focus this and get, uh, instead of, it sounds like this is a, like their problems are from a continuous exposure point of view, as opposed to like launch the weapon. (laughs) You know, this is like launch the weapon. Six weeks later, I don't feel good. <laughs> it's working. Um, yeah, I, I, and I, I think I've told you this story. I don't remember if on the podcast or not, but like even the, the government has these giant uh, microwave emitters that can make you feel like you're burning. Yeah, that they yep. deploy. We had uh, in Chicago a few years back the the G eight G seven conference was in Chicago, and of course, lots of protesters and things like this. And the, the parade, the, the, the protest route went right outside my office. And at the back of the protesters was this, this completely unmarked truck with this microwave emission dish folded down. But I had seen it because it was like, I love those shows they used to have on Discovery Channel that was like future weapons. Yeah. Know, uh, self-guided bullets. I remember uh, that show. The future of suffering. Yeah, they were great. Yeah. And I saw this truck on that show. I was like, I know what that f- thing is this is there if they if people get unruly they'll feel like they're on fire <laughs> that's what that truck's job is to disperse them should they cross the line Crazy. and that i it never occurred to me that those things are actually deployed and there was no i mean it didn't look dissimilar from a food truck it wasn't like disguised or anything but there was nothing to say i am an official vehicle it was just quietly just rolling along at the back of the the protest route. I, I kind of would like to have seen it as a truck with just a giant, like, legitimate microwave on top of it. And, and it <laughs> with and a door temp- open. Yeah. <laughs> the doors open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Saucy Burrito. <laughs> yeah. Hi, <Aye>, Poppy. <laughs> So yeah, so that that was my other uh, fun fun fact that was like story slash government slash science sl- 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 uh, slash your film slash Metallica. <laughs> you got to put Metallica in there. So you always got to get that in. Dang it! I'm not drunk. That's oh, we're not supposed to be. I mean, no, no, no oh, we are. Okay, I'm just okay. not. I <laughs> that part up. It was my mistake. Let's see here. So for. Mine, this one's interesting. So, okay. for some reason, I Don't had to focus. Don't oversell it. What if it's not? Ooh. <laughs> um, I had to focus for some reason on the Carolinas for this story stories, and this was unintentional, by the way. Okay. So, in Huntersville, North Carolina, a man claims to have seen a dinosaur-like creature. <gasps> now, this isn't the first time that this creature's been reported, because this, this happened near or on Lake Norman in South, I mean, in North Carolina. And the creature actually has been seen so often that they gave it a nickname. Uh-oh. Thank God. Normie? Yes. Oh, man. Wait, did, did you know or just do it off the top of your head? No, I just made it up. Is that what they're calling him? Yes, that's what they call it. They oh call it Normie. Oh, yes. And the funny thing is, this this piqued my interest, and there's there's no videos, no photos of it, of course, because, you know, if you take a picture, it will turn out blurry. But this is something that, like, I mean, I, I've expressed that, that I, you know, love the paranormal and all the stuff that you guys cover, but 
I, I like did like a few years ago like a, some like search on like different you know states having different paranormal creatures, and this was one that kind of raised my eyebrow because I'm like Lake Norman is a man-made lake, like recently man-made. Mm. Like nineteen, hold on, I had it pulled up. Nineteen um, sixties, man-made lake, and it has these claims of the sighting of some creature in it, dinosaur-like mm. creature or some hybrid of two fish that some, you know, college students doing research kind of accidentally bred together is the other possibility. But the thing that makes this really weird is I drive through this lake. Like, there's a bridge, and I drive through it when I go to see family. And I've always been interested in it since I saw that. And I'm like, there's so many report, so many like reports every now and then. I'm like, I would just love to be driving one time and just look over and finally see something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since I'm like, it's, I mean, because Bigfoot, you can see anywhere, UFOs, you can see anywhere, but this is like a lake, like a man-made lake. It's a, like, very small area where this could possibly be, but yet people keep reporting it, and there was, like I said, a recent one of, he described it as an alleged 10-foot-long dinosaur-like creature resembling the Loch Ness Monster. He added that the animal was visible for about one minute before disappearing back into the water. There was no photos or videos submitted with this report. (laughs) 10 feet long is not, it's long, but it's not that long. Like, it's not past yeah. snake territory, you know? Yeah. Or fish, maybe, even. Sure, yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, unlikely, but possible. I, yeah, I, I mean, uh, ball python? Why not? Swimming on the water? You know, like, there's there are things that could that could meet that standard. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what the distribution of crocodiles or alligators uh, is. It would be very far north for their range. Okay. But another thing is, um, tell, tell me if this sounds familiar to you guys. We were near the lake in the main channel and saw something splashing around in the water. Automatic conclusion, monster, it's a lake monster. Dinosaur. Yeah. Dinosaur. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Nothing that is currently alive on the planet splashes in water. Never. And so if there's something in the lake that is making a splash, and, and the fossil record supports this, a <laughs> lot of splashing back then. You got a lot uh, of splash patterns on the rocks. A lot of splash patterns. A <laughs> lot of, lot of uh, splashes caught in volcanic eruptions, buried in ash and preserved for us to find later. Uh, you get a lot of gonna- amber splashes. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of splashes in amber. You know, they, they, they say they can extract those splashes and they'll get you wet to this day. So Fascinating. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's just a classic dinosaur move is a splash. Yes, no creatures today would splash. Not even, no. not even a sandhill crane would do that. No, no, not at all. I mean, yeah, Hollywood spent a ton of money. Spielberg spent millions and millions and millions of dollars to recreate the as close as we could get to those splashes. Yes. Just splashing uh, park. <laughs> yeah. And, and 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 the thing is this, like they it was hard because you have these these big computer generated but also practical effects. You know, there were guys there with buckets of water throwing it that were made to look like, you know, <laughs> prehistoric splashes. But he, but at the end of, I mean, it, those effects stand up today. You'd swear those people were getting splashed with with water. <laughs> I would say, I would say, keep looking when you're driving, but don't, don't wreck. <laughs> don't really look. Don't, don't, don't endanger yourself. <laughs> Focus on the road. right. Yeah, I, I think it's always worth. It. I like, you know, 
when I was a kid, I used to do the same thing. I was looking for, I, I always had this dream of looking out at Lake Michigan and Chicago and just seeing some giant like whale just splash. Just like, yeah, what, it's, what? it's just one of those things. It's just kind of really neat to be driving through an area where there is, quote unquote, a sighting of something. And I mean, I personally, if, if I wanted to go look for something, I'd probably go look for Champ. Um, sure. first and foremost for that. But no, I mean, since since you guys recently had covered living dinosaurs, I kind of saw that. And I'm like, there's been a recent sighting. Awesome. I remember this from when I looked up stuff before. So I want to talk about it. Yeah. But don't remind anybody that we did that episode because it didn't go well for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, that... real, it's a real source of some heated debate. Heated debate. I'm still in trouble for that one. Yeah, you are. Everybody is on account on account of not being a, a an accredited paleontologist. Yeah, <laughs> you bunch of we you we, bunch we, of crybaby bitch boats. Whoa! <laughs> this is this bitch boats. Yeah, this what, is yeah. where I this is this is where I let go and let Flora. He just decides what which of my rants and crankiness <laughs> gets. gets you bunch of whiny it. bean trains. <laughs> <laughs> You don't deserve this sloppy sauce. <laughs> Enjoy um, your dry burritos. Yeah, we f-ks. we constantly still get in people bitching, crying, y- whinging, yeah, b- b- bitching about all the stuff we got wrong in that. You know what though? Here's the fun thing, and and I mean you're you're creeping up on fifty episodes. That you're gonna you're if you haven't gotten wait already, wait when when does this come out? Because I'll tell you if we hit fifty or not. Should probably try to this week. Oh, then yes, we'll be at 50 then. Perfect. Yes. Uh, if you have run across this, uh, the, the beauty of having a podcast, even one that is about a talking mongoose and yes. a, uh, a Slavic and, and- stand-up comedian, <laughs> um, you will you are to be held to an extraordinarily high standard. I- and, uh, and any mistakes can and will be used against, because the fun thing is that People, and, and obviously, I'm never going to be mad that people are constantly discovering the podcast and getting caught up. And they're like, hey, remember that thing you did four years ago? F*** you for that. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, I mean, as anyone who listened to the, the absolute glee with which I read hate mail, uh, <laughs> blurry photos do, or do not reply dot dicks. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the way... Since I have you guys on the spot, where the heck's my Hollow Earth certificate? Oh. It's on the, the Blurry Photos fan site. No, I want can it download it. I want it sent no, to me. you don't get that. That is never a deal. Why, why are you you're willfully ignoring the moratorium that was put on that? <laughs> I, I Everybody that does. Continue to- Everybody wants the candy. Everyone is ignoring the clearly stated expiration date on the candy. And it's fine. I put the bowl out on the porch. Take one and go. Hey, that expiration date is a suggestion. It is not hard fact. <laughs> not in this state. <laughs> yeah. Oh, four out of five Americans, my friend. <laughs> so it, you like driving through uh, places where that uh, where stuff like that happens, phenomena has happened and stuff. And as you and I have talked about um, OOC, you're going to be going to the Mothman Festival this year. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I could not be more excited about it. I am stoked for it to be honest yeah. and and you you've also said you're going to be traveling to old braxton county uh to visit the old flat woods around there right yes uh flat woods is um on our vaguely on our way so it's not big a big detour for us to go there i i yeah. want to pay my respects to the uh 
beaver monument that you guys, I'm assuming, have erected there. <laughs> beaver. <laughs> mm-hmm. beaver. Beaver. If, if people haven't, uh, haven't heard by now, uh, I'm actually going to be going to the Mothman Festival as yeah, you well. Are. So we're going to meet up and uh, have a good time there, run a, yes. all kinds of amok. But uh, I looked up where where Flatwoods is in relation, and I you know I was thinking of of taking a trip myself out there, or maybe like all all see all the hotels by now are booked up around Point Pleasant, so I have to stay uh, like an hour away. But <laughs> I was like, oh maybe maybe uh, Flatwoods is an hour. No no, it's way the hell uh, in the middle in the of the state. Direction, yeah, for you. <laughs> So I won't be able to make it to to Flatwoods myself, but uh, good on you for for trying. It, it will be probably a stop for maybe five minutes because from what I've read and seen, there is nothing there really. Right, right. So it's yeah. one of those. I'll get out, be like, "Huh, I was here. Quick, take a picture. Take right, a picture let's get out of the sign." Here. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll we'll probably uh, talk about that on uh, the road episode that I record, and I'm sure you're you're yeah. planning on recording too, but. Yes. I hope um, it gets so weird and it's just you muttering about chitty chitty bang bang and <laughs> complaint. Yeah, I, I I want you to just get to a point where it's just free just stream of consciousness, maximum flora. I don't care if it ever makes it to the podcast, even if you hear it and are terrified and have to edit it out. I want you to record it and then have to listen to it again. Jeez. <laughs> It'd be great. You're sadistic. Because I, I, I'm saying that. No, I'm saying that because I know when I used to go, my old job, I used to go on real long road trips and I would get so weird and I would come up with ideas for stuff uh, for the podcast or sketches. And I just like, oh, I'll just voice record them. Yeah. And then when I heard them later, I was like, this is terrible. Where, <laughs> where, where did I go in my head? <laughs> How did I get here? I don't want to go back. Right. Keep that door locked. <laughs> Uh, all right, gentlemen. How about I round us out here and round and we can it out? Land the plane. Got a got a few. My my source for weird news like a- aggregation went away suddenly. So that, that was sad. Yeah. Um. And I had to I had to seek other things, but uh, I found a found a few silly ones here. Uh, first one I call hole in one or one in hole. Ooh. Clover <laughs> residents Dakota Lynn Payne, nineteen, and Kiernan Dunn Hennessy. Uh, 24, were arrested Sunday after police found them having sex on the eighth hole of the golf course, a report says. Yeah, hey. According to a Tiga K police report, does anybody know where Tiga K is? Tiga T- K. T-E-G-A-C-A-Y. <laughs> Just, Justin's on it. A resident called a little before 7.30 p.m. Sunday after seeing two people lying on the fairway. They're doing it. I can tell. Stop him from doing it. Oh, I mean, how much money, Dave, Dave? Dave, how much money do you want to put down? This is Florida, though. Yeah, I know. How do you spell it again? Um, Sorry, it auto- it's it's Florida. It's fucking Florida. T e g a space c a y. Oh my gosh, South Carolina. Yeah, I was about to say it's South Carolina. Oh, hilarious! All right. Um, Dave, we, we lost all of our cash. I spent no money on that. The resident told police he thought there may be some medical situation, but after getting his binoculars and looking closer, he saw the couple engaged in a sex act. Well, oh, it could no. still be a medical situation. <laughs> Another pair of witnesses later told police they saw the couple from the tea box, but initially thought them to be a deer. 
on the fairway. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't? Now it's the TNA box. Oh. Officers arrived, according to the report, to find Payne without shorts on and Hennessy wearing only a bra, according to the report. They were doing it. Both. They were doing both it. Both were, quote, instructed multiple times to stop what they were doing and clothe themselves. <laughs> both were arrested and charged with indecent exposure. So two things. Um, I just imagine the police coming up with spray bottles going, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, yeah get the hose. <laughs> and number two, I mean, you, you said that they were found on the eighth hole. I mean, 19th hole. Eighth. Eighth, eighth, eighth hole. Eighth. They didn't even get halfway through I it. I was about they to say, like, so did they play the other holes up to that point? Yeah, they couldn't wait any longer. There was there yeah. was too much. They, was they had other holes to action. play at that point. <laughs> yeah. Do you, you know what? Do you get it? What I think's most the what I think's weirdest about this, Dakota Lynn Payne. That's that was the boy. Okay. And then Kiernan Kiernan Dunn Hennessy. That was the girl. It's I when I first read this, I thought for sure it was the other way around. The, yeah. the, Kiernan is a boy's name. Boy's name. <laughs> what do I know? Millennials, am I right? Alright, this next one is called A Real Catch. Authorities were called to the St. John's County Pier, I think I think Jacksonville, Florida, at six PM after a fisherman said a woman bit his fishing line and swam off with his lure. The fisherman told deputies that Alexandra Turner, 22, appeared to be intoxicated when she swam up to his fishing line, cursed at him, and swam off with the with the bait, according to a police report. F*** you! <laughs> uh, this last one I call, thanks, Olama. <laughs> Golfers in Jackson, New Hampshire, were surprised when a llama showed up on the sixth hole at Eagle Mountain Golf Course. The llama's name is Noir for its black fleece. And Wednesday was not his first escape. Apparently, llamas are very protective, and Noir has become attached to a family of ducks. Recently, a bear has been sniffing around the ducks and their eggs, looking for a snack. So Noir has been jumping into action, escaping his paddock to chase the bear off. Noir's owners are working to raise the llama's electric fence and are going to reach out to state biologists to help with the bear problem. Uh, so, so what? Which hole was that one on this one? How far did the llama make it? That one. <laughs> yeah. that, that one got to the sixth hole. Okay, uh, a sixth hole. It's a par four, and um, you're gonna need to have it's. It's a dog leg, and up, up, up. We got a llama on it. You're you're gonna need to avoid that llama on that on that drive there. Yeah, looks looks like he's sliced it. Oh, it's Ooh, it's spit right, right into the llama backswing. There we go. That llama is not going to forgive or forget that. Yeah. No, sir. We will see. That is not the last of the llama we'll see on this <laughs> amazing Saturday afternoon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to recommend a pitching wedge to fight it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh it's, it's got the caddy. It's got, he's, he's playing dead. That, that's for bears. He should have ran. <laughs> he should have ran. <laughs> that llama is spitting all over him. Majestic. Majestic. <laughs> It proves oh, once and for beautiful. all that that llama does give a duck. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. That's a good that's one. Glorious. Yeah, so there you go, everybody. Uh, Justin, tell us yeah. everything we need to know. Everything. About leave out nothing. finding you. Well, you can find um, my podcast, of course, on most all podcatchers, and that is spelled Z-E-N-G, this. 
Zingness. And right. of course, you can find us on Twitter and everywhere else. You can basically find blurry photos. You can probably find us hanging around there too. Like on the like a like a like a hanging out on a dirty street corner on a Saturday night, just trying to talk to people. That's my corner. That's where you, that's where you find <laughs> oh. us. Turf war. Hey, Turf war. Hey, man. hey, mister. You ever heard a ghost story? <laughs> hey, you want uh, me to talk about comics? I can talk about comics. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Justin. Yeah, this has uh, been a blast, Justin. Thank you so much. Sir. No, thank you, you guys, for having me on. Of course. Yeah, this has been glorious. As always, you can find us on uh, iTunes, which is now Apple Podcasts or some, uh, whatever the kids are calling yeah. it these days. Uh, Google it, you lazy bastards. On, uh, the, uh, the Stitchers and uh, Blurry underscore photos on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Please like our page. Uh, really sniffing up uh, 2000s crawl here. Yeah. And um, <laughs> 2000, 2000 was, likes it is. That was great. We want Guys, we can, oh, we can, we're sniffing up on it. We really want to get the richer scent so so help boost us up there audibletrial.com slash blurry photos get yourself a free audio book give us monetary high five uh thanks to the uh, chicago podcast co-op for all their amazing support and shows and the dark myths collective of course uh don't forget to visit our store we've got a store on our website blurryphotos.org slash store uh we've got some t-shirts on there mugs koozies you can get uh, an audio message that that we can make for you. It says thirty seconds. We're we're loose looser than that. I mean, Real we're not gonna loose. we're not gonna record an episode for you, but it doesn't yeah, have to I be don't, just thirty. Seconds. I don't think we've ever done just thirty seconds. Yeah. So uh, please visit our store. Get uh, get some fine merchandise. Also visit our Threadless store, blurryphotos.threadless.com. Yeah. That's got. All kinds of options for merchandise for us. They are glorious options, too. I actually just ordered a whole slew of shirts off there. Did you? <laughs> yeah, ordered awesome. four. Wow. Ooh. Please uh, uh, patronize us at patreon.com slash blurry photos. Uh, get all kinds of cool stuff. Also, talk to us like we're children. Yeah. Pa- patronize us that way. <laughs> patronize <laughs> us. Um, and I think that's, that's it for business. Uh, don't forget, I'm yeah. going to the Mothman Festival that is... Uh, September the sixteenth, fifteenth through the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah. Do they do stuff on Friday? There is supposed to be some stuff going on on Friday. Yes. Okay. Not I'm, not anything huge, but there's like a Kickstarter event or something. Oh, yeah. I think I, I saw. never go to those things. <laughs> but bars are always open. Yeah, I'm planning on getting there Friday and and hopefully beat some of the crowd to to go to the Mothman Museum and you know hang around and stuff. But uh, I'll definitely be there Saturday and Sunday. I I can't have too many beers because I'll be driving, but uh, I will. You can have some beers. I, I I'll it's be, West Virginia. Uh, be happy to have a beer <laughs> law there <laughs> with somebody if they want to show up. So uh, let us know what else is going on. Don't forget our live show. It is uh, Monday, October second, and we are going now at seven p.m. Uh, we're the only one in the time slot. Things have changed around, but hey, I'll, that's I'll, be, showbiz. I'll be posting stuff on that other podcast. Probably got scared. They didn't want to hear a scary story and get too scared, so they got scared. We will be the first one to kick off the podcast festival, uh, oddly enough, on the Sweet. on the on that Monday night. So, please come and support us for that. I'll I'll have all the information. If you have any questions, please let us know. So, I think uh, I think that's all I've got for business, Dave. I don't know. I don't know. I think there was one more thing that you wanted to to point out to listeners, right? 
or did you just uh uh did you fall off the bean train <laughs> <laughs> no i think all the sauce has dried up <laughs> oh. it's time to clean up the beans off the floor what and uh we'll just put the burrito back into your next time on bullstone texas religious leaders have called for a month of prayer and rebuilding before blaming the gays for the flood spider claims it acted in self-defense when it bit that high school student the invincible choir man there's a new choir director at the presbyterian church whose focus on heavy metal really suits him putting him and his predecessor in stark contrast all these spectrophiliacal stories and more next time on Bullstone. <laughs> <laughs>